0: Welcome to the TPS 5 for the week of March 23rd. TPS 5 is a weekly recap of the latest in marketing, communications, and digital health news, as curated by the expert hosts of the Touchpoint Media Network. To learn more about Touchpoint Media and all of our podcasts, visit us online at touchpoint.health. Today's TPS 5 was exclusively curated by Dr. Brian Vardabidian, or Dr. V as he is known online. Many of you know that Dr. V is the host of Touchpoint Media's Exam Room podcast, but he is also the author-curator of some of the best healthcare content on his blog, 33charts.com. Be sure to find the links in the show notes to follow Dr. V. Our lead story is from MIT Technology Review and is entitled, Coronavirus is Forcing a Trade-Off Between Privacy and Public Health. The article starts by discussing the EU's new AI and data governance strategy that was released just about a month ago. This policy advocates strong data sovereignty and also states that European AI algorithms should only be trained using European data. This would be to ensure quality and ethical sourcing of the data. Now, At the time, these guidelines were held up as being at the forefront in protecting data privacy and facilitating trustworthy AI. But now, with the coronavirus pandemic impacting the world, regulators are being asked to rethink them. These restrictions in the light of today's national pandemic would risk slowing the pace of progress as scientists across the world rush to develop vaccines and algorithms in the fight against the disease. Although EU regulators have not reversed their recommendations, they have extended the deadlines for implementing these new rules. This conflict the EU regulators are facing mirror ongoing tensions between data privacy and public health data that many governments and companies are now grappling with. Rapid access to data, wherever it is, is important to fighting the coronavirus outbreak. But the loosening of data privacy measures has also been seen as a bit of a slippery slope. Hugh Yang, a well-known critic in China and a professor at Peking University's School of Journalism and Communication, is quoted as saying, You might as well ask yourself Has history ever shown that once the government has surveillance tools, it will maintain modesty and caution when using them? In the light of this national pandemic, countries like China, South Korea, and Singapore have utilized aggressive surveillance measures to track and isolate infected individuals. Other countries have been trigger shy about using similar measures, like Italy and Spain, and they are now facing devastating caseloads that have overwhelmed their healthcare systems. Even in the U.S., traditionally one of the most privacy-preserving governments, we are now realizing the importance of mining data to help address the public health crisis. The White House has even begun talks with Google and Facebook about tapping into their data on users' movements. Currently, one of the leading forecast labs in the U.S. is combining web browsing behavior and social media activity to help the government ramp up testing capacity and determine appropriate interventions. And they are also seeking real-time feeds of retail behavior as well as anonymized health records, which it says would greatly improve its predictions. Still, regulators and privacy advocates across the world are concerned about the precedent this could set. The World Economic Forum released a statement last week urging firms not to lose sight of proper AI oversight simply to gain greater speed. We need to keep in mind that the big ethical challenges around privacy, accountability, bias, and transparency of artificial intelligence remain, said K. Firth Butterfield, WEF's head of artificial intelligence and machine learning. And in his blog post, Yong recommends three principles that should guide us in seeking the right balance between privacy and public health. First, lawmakers must treat intrusions on privacy and the public interest as exceptions rather than norms and should always be justified by human rights laws. Second, lawmakers should define the basic civil right guarantees that hold even if privacy is weakened. And third, lawmakers should also heavily restrict how they use this information collected during a crisis and how this data should not be diverted for other purposes. Sometimes we think that technology will inevitably erode privacy, Young writes, but ultimately humans, not technology, make that choice. The loss of privacy is not inevitable, just as its reconstruction is far from certain. You can find the full article in the show notes. And now other headlines from this week. 3D Printing Media Network featured an article on how one company, Isenova, has shared a 3D printed adapter to turn snorkeling masks into a non-invasive ventilator. Currently this 3D design is being tested and used in Italy. Fast Company shares how Dyson is building 15,000 ventilators to fight COVID-19. The famous manufacturer of vacuum cleaners is rising to the occasion to build respiratory ventilators. As Dr. V states, what's important here is that while meeting the demand of ICU patients, doctors will still have the best-looking event letters on the block. StatNews.com featured an opinion piece entitled, A CDC Veteran Asks, Why is the agency sitting on the sidelines in the fight against COVID-19? This is a huge question people are beginning to ask. What has become of the federal organization that is supposed to lead us and guide us during epidemics of this type? No one really knows, and it's speculated that it could be related to the White House's politicized response to our national crisis. And lastly, Dr. V shares a lighthearted story from boingboing.net that outlines the five types of pandemic villains that are making things worse for all of us. They include deniers, hoarders, Star-bellied sneeches, that is, people who are rich and famous and are powerful enough to skip the line for testing and treatment, Profiteers, and Pranksters. It's a lighthearted post, but it's also surprisingly spot on. Well, that's it for today's TPS5. If you like the latest in healthcare news and want it in a readable format delivered to your inbox, be sure to subscribe to our e-newsletter, The TPS Report, available on the Touchpoint Media website touchpoint.health. You can learn more about all the podcasts on the Touchpoint Health Network. And thanks again to Dr. Brian Vardabinian for curating this week's stories. Stay safe, stay inside, and see you next Friday.